Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Congregation, it's your girl Lacey Mosley, and we're back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the show all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Maybe we love them, maybe we hate them. Y'all know I'm along for the ride just like you. Guys, I'm going to get right to it, the nitty gritty. With sugar, I put sugar in my grits. I don't want to fight about this. Guys, we have, you know what? Y'all know what I am. Go ahead and say it with me. Say it to your radio. Say it to your headphones. Say it with your baby who's hopefully streaming this episode at the same time in another room. Give me them streams. I am so excited for today's guest. And I truly am. They are two queens. And I'm so, this is such a great get on the show. One of our guests is a writer, director, producer, best known for her work on the NAACP award-winning Emmy-nominated HBO comedy series Insecure. The other guest is a prolific writer, actor, producer, who's the creator of Jody, a spinoff of the iconic series Daria, and she's also currently working on the upcoming Netflix series Survival of the Thickest. Come on, thicky, thick, thick! Together, they host the podcast The Antidote, which is real cute, y'all, and I just did an episode and you need to get into their podcast. It's so cute, so funny, and uplifting. Lifting. Congregation, please welcome Amy Aniobi and Grace Edwards to the show. Hello. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, this is so great. I love having black queens on the show. Y'all okay. look so moisturized. Thank you. What y'all got on y'all skin? Oh, just, just, just like every black person, I just dip myself in coconut oil every morning. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all been drinking? Holy water? Oh, mm. yeah, definitely. From Jesus himself. <laughs> Have y'all seen that trend? It's called sledging, where now apparently... Mm. The uh, the white girlies on TikTok have discovered putting Vaseline and and oil on your skin. Oh, they think oh, they know. keep Jesus. it soft and moisturized. Wow. And then they gave it a new mm-hmm. name. I said, so what we so what, what are you been doing? What? Why you always gotta rebrand it? Why you gotta rebrand it? Just it's it's just called smearing smearing Vaseline on your face. Right. <laughs> Black mothers have been doing this since birth. That's my favorite scam or least favorite scam, honestly, <laughs> from uh, our our white brothers and sisters. Oh God! <laughs> uh, from white people, it's like they love to take something that Negroes have been doing forever and then act like it's new and give Box it a new braids. name. Boxer braids. <laughs> Boxer braids. Boxer braids. Not the hard art on the braids. I'm like, why'd you oh. do that? Why? Also, did you hear that this uh, white woman invented silk bonnets? 
<laughs> oh, she was charging like a hundred dollars for hundred dollars. I'm for five bucks from Sally Beauty Supply. What and I have a mixed doing? girlfriend who, God bless her soul, you know, oh. she has like she has very. It, her hair is curly, but it's not kinky. It, mm-hmm. You probably describe it as like 3C, but it looks like fine, like white folks' mm-hmm. hair, but it tangles mm-hmm. a lot because it's still got a lot of different textures yeah. in it. So mm-hmm. she's been wrestling with that hair for a whole life. She had to fight, like Miss Sophia. <laughs> and so she broke down and tried out a $100 silk bonnet. I said, baby, I could have no, no. gone go to down the beauty to the supply hood. and yeah. got you this. Yeah. Just go yeah. down to the hood. I was like, we ain't never going to tell nobody about this. I guess I just said it, but I won't tell nobody who it is. <laughs> Only the <laughs> listeners, only the entire congregation, but nobody else. Nobody else. <laughs> right. Only the hundreds of thousands of people down the show. But that's it. Everybody that's else it. Is Your secret's that's safe it. with us. And and it it, it costs $2 at the beauty supply, girl. That's mm. it. That's I mean, it. but I can't be mad at that grift. If she got some people to buy them bonnets, you know. I, know. I mean, yeah, she's at home just like, why is, like, sad that her husband's not fucking her, sad that her kids hate her, <laughs> sad that, like, all her best friends talk about her at church. So she's here being like, what can I do to feel great? And she made that bonnet. She made that you bonnet, know? you know, and, and ran it up on the girls, you know. No, what I feel like, do? you know what? My theory is that she uh, went on a vacation, one black girlfriend saw that the black girl from oh, more about it and was just like, wow, gosh. why do you do That's that? What and then the black girlfriend That's what explained happened. it to her and she's like, huh, business idea. Woke up the next morning, bought some <laughs> silk from, uh, what, Michael's Craft Store and, and mocked her up a little thing. And, you know, next thing you know, $100 bonnets. She's got a business. <laughs> for labor. Right, for labor. It's because of the labor. <laughs> She's like, this is from the finest silk. I pulled this right out the silk boot, the, the worm booty hole. Okay, fresh. <laughs> they hooped it out and I sewed it. <laughs> right, literally. I pulled it out myself. Like, that's why it costs so much. But ladies, I have to ask you, um, individually, either of you can volunteer to go first, but we always ask on this show, what is your relationship with scams? You can love them, you can hate them. It could be as simple as that. If you've ever been scammed, feel free to share. This is a judgment-free space. Uh, mm. Except for me, the, the uh, listeners will judge me and that's I, I, I've accepted it okay. now the bullying uh, but yeah it could literally be anything a story not are you a scammer if it's without the statute of limitations or you know outside of it please share oh yeah yes. wow. yeah wait 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 Grace what were you gonna say you seemed ready you seemed ready <laughs> oh yeah yeah I yeah I thought about this um, <laughs> well uh, I am very good at recognizing scams people mm-hmm. have tried to scam me but guess what mm-hmm. they can't get me Okay, so uh, I have two short examples. So (laughs) now you just a challenge. Don't say challenge. Just bragged, and I'm like, "Mm, don't say that to this. I'm a Virgo. I like to figure things out. (laughs) So I was on a dating site called Coffee Meets Bagel. Oh Oh, yeah, it's like a a one. And so this handsome white man uh, messaged me and was Mm -hmm. just like, "Hey, girl," and I was just like, "Oh, he's kind of cute or whatever." talk to him and so uh next thing you know he's telling me that he works on an oil rig and because he works on an oil rig he says that so you know when he's in town next he wants to take me on a date and I don't know something sit well with me about him talking about working on an oil rig so I did a reverse google image search turned out that this dude 
uh, was scamming women all over the internet. Talk about work, working on an oil rig because then what, what he'll do is he'll like start messaging you back and forth and then building intimacy and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then what he does is eventually like three or four months in, he asks you for money. Oh, uh, wait, he's but just why like, does the oil rig But oil it? riggers get paid a good amount. He's scooping out of the oil up, taking it home, selling his own gas. Okay, so I actually <laughs> have... I know people that work on oil rigs and mm-hmm. you have to okay. be on the oil rig for like three, four months at a time. Right. So when the dude is saying, oh, I can't see you mm-hmm. or whatever, he's catfishing oh. you with somebody else's picture or whatever. Oh, I can't see you. I'm on I'm this on oil rig. rig. I'm, I'm on, on the, the rig. rig. I'm rigging and the reception at the rig. Yeah, and then I'm when I came back rig. and when I come back, I'm going to take you on a date. So I was just wow. like, so I reported him to Coffee Meets Bagel and I added to the story that was on Reddit about him. And so, it, was a, it was on Reddit? This man was out there threat? like that? Yeah, yeah. I dodged that one. I dodged that one. Wow. wow. He's sloppy with it. He, that's a new understand. technique, though. Reverse image search. Uh, girls, they's, thems. I've these. only done that for furniture. I've never <laughs> done that for scammers. <laughs> I've never <laughs> done that for people, but never that's done a good that for idea. People. And that's I'm so on smart. the Coffee Meets Bagel website because I was always trying to figure out what their vibe was. And they say... Bad. What we damn? They say what we do. We create meaningful connections that spark hearts and inspire people to share themselves authentically and enthusiastically. Mm-mm. Every day at noon, receive quality matches quality. curated just for you by just our ever going algorithm. Okay. Not the algorithm. Given no, tr- I don't know if the algorithm, algorithm has love for me. <laughs> I don't trust that rhythm. <laughs> they they directed really me straight into a scammer. You know what yeah, I'm the saying? algorithm might be on the one and the three. I don't know if, <laughs> if it's really giving rhythm, no. if it's really giving beats, you know? No, no. The That's algorithm crazy. sounds like a PWI uh, at a stadium all clapping, <laughs> trying to stay on clapping beat. Clapping real wrong. It's just never going to happen. It sounds like the white team and uh, bring it on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Kirsten does has the algorithm down. I'm like, That's not okay. Right. That's not okay. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry that happened, but I'm also glad that you had the intuition Mm-hmm. to search this person and see go if they were gut. really yeah you really do have to go with your gut and also if they were working on an oil rig they weren't in the same state as you right because yeah. like, aren't those like in what? Texas and like well in... I was in New York at the time so okay. I mean I guess it could have been off the coast of New York <laughs> but, I'm su- wait, but I'm curious like, <laughs> what was I I, mi- I kind of missed like what was the tell was it that he said I work on an oil rig that you were like suspicious let me find you or yeah, like yeah you were like, already I'll... like peaked I was already peaked because I was. He's like, I'm gonna be on this oil rig for three to four months, and I was just like, uh, Then why are you huh. messaging me? Okay, I see. Right, yeah. you're not available. Okay, I just asked a question. Yeah, too. I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm. so I, I just got to be having a pen pal to th- for three to four months. Let me see, you know. <laughs> Yeah, why are you trying to, like, establish a relationship and then give it ample opportunity for us yeah. to have a, what feels like a connection but not actually meet in person to verify that yeah, this is, you know, exactly. real? It's a catfish, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, he, that guy's picture has been used in many different scams. He's oh, so like that's not even his phone. No, 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 it's not his picture. So that's, it's literally giving, what's that Netflix show with the scammers? Tinder Swindler. Yes, it's yes. giving Tinder Swindler. Tinder Swindler, exactly. It could, it, the guy kind of looked Swindler like him. Now, the Tinder Swindler was actually taking his girls on a jet, at least. He was, and he was seeing them in person. Yeah, Shemos. he did meet them in person, yeah. He yeah. yeah. got something out of it. That first girl was like, we fucked on night one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you better get you some. 
She, she at least got some dinners, like, some nice dinners. You know what I'm saying? Like she know. got some Instagram posts, like on the PJ and my PJs. <laughs> exactly. And then later, she got to sell all his shit. True. That was the other girl. That was the other girl because that was a uh, smart one. Oh, the first yeah. girl was a little too dumb for me. No offense. Like I never want to blame the victim, but she was like, I was looking for romance on Tinder, and we fucked on night one, and um, and then he didn't call me for weeks, and then he asked me for money, and I figured it was true love, and I was like, wait. Oh Wait, no! Didn't you call you for weeks and then ask you for money. Look, I I understand getting dick down at thirty five thousand feet. Okay, okay, do it. Okay, do sounds it. great. My sounds high. like a hero What's the to me. Cabin pressure, like up there, you know, exactly. coochie cabin pressure. I want to know. to call my bed because you know it's light air. <laughs> you know, you get excited quicker. Right, <laughs> it's flowing. It's first class. It doesn't even count if I'm not like if I'm above the stratosphere. Like, did, did we even really? No. <laughs> also, I wonder. You know how you cry more on planes? I wonder if what like, what you, you know. Cry? Like, wait, no plays over that. No, that, that is talking about that is like a about? scientific fact or whatever. Scientific? What scientific? Okay, okay <laughs> that people end up crying more on planes. It has something to do with the air pressure. So what? I wonder if you mean that like translates. their eyes are watering or they're crying. Oh, they're weeping. I've never cried on a plane. Yeah, I, I cry on every plane I've ever been on. Wait, okay, maybe is, is you this found... your own research? Yes, I'm like, I think you think you're a scientist because you discovered <laughs> no, this mean, camera, and I'm now you're believing your own hype. <laughs> I'm just saying, like every like <laughs> any movie on a plane, it could be fucking I don't know, some action movie with The Rock. Like five minutes in, I'm just sobbing. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, so now you're watching? Wait, a movie. Why don't I know this about you? Are you on the plane watching a movie? Plane. No, yeah, on, okay. Watching a movie, like any movie, can just get me. Like I'm, I'm slow to cry on the ground. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ground Slow tears dry. On the ground. <laughs> tears Not, dry. I'm a thug on the ground. But Dead I'm, inside <laughs> on the ground. Like a Listen, thug. Yes. I'm emotional in the sky. You know, but in the sky, <laughs> shit. I, what did I watch this last time? Encanto. Just but that's a sad. That makes sense. But that's that's a sad movie. Just, but I'm saying on the ground, it would have made me cry. Like, so you're saying if you watch like Top Gun in the sky, you'd just be like weeping? Yep. <laughs> I like don't understand. <laughs> I've, I've watched sad things in planes that make me cry, but they're always things that I'm like, were I grounded, I would also cry. I'm this only is, like, no. it's Grace's the same. therapy. She gets saying. on the plane and watches <laughs> she takes travel. She has takes a flight to quiet release. cry. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I think there's a scientifical <laughs> Right. <laughs> now I'm gonna fly right back. I'm actually gonna get I'm back. Gonna I'm, right I'm gonna stay on the just plane. Just need a good cry. <laughs> <laughs> just That's releasing my emotions in the sky. Grace is sick of us. <laughs> like literally, literally, like my mask is just soaked with my tears. Grace, uh, by the way, the only one wearing a mask on the plane now. So, yes. <laughs> Same. That's why I'm. Pr- That's literally why I'm crying. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm on the plane, terrified for my life. I'm like, I'm getting COVID from all of you hoes, and my mask is wet. Literally <laughs> fighting plane. for our lives on the planes. Oh fighting for God. our lives. I, I love that. I love that you didn't get caught. But listen, if you've been caught up by a romance fraud, it happens to the best of it us happens. out there. Because yeah, that's happens. elevated. You know, when you're looking for love, like we all, that's why we call them red flags. And I've said this a billion times before, but we might ignore some things that normally we wouldn't because we're like, yeah. oh, I really, this person seems nice. Or I yeah. really want a connection or I'm lonely. And then, you know, you miss signs that you normally you know if you're dating multiple people then you're not really as concerned about the one and what they're Mm -hmm. up to and Mm -hmm. you know yeah Yeah, you got two three four you're not as invested that's why you gotta keep keep a rotation you know what i'm saying so you don't Mm -hmm. get invested you know yeah 
Exactly. I'm lacking. I need to get more people on this bench. <laughs> I mean, I'm Same. like literally the bench is a seat right now, and I'm like, yeah. should I? <laughs> should I extend? Right. Should I'm like, I, I need to surface? extend it. It's just a seat with one of those cushions that I leave there for them, and I'm yes. like, hey, good yes. to see you again. Y'all, mine, mine is a beanbag chair. <laughs> <laughs> Fall in, niggas. <laughs> Right, you can't get up. You're never getting no, up. You're never getting no. up. It's a trap. Okay, my my seat is a water bed. Yep, exactly. it's right in the middle. You're never You're getting up. You're stuck. You're stuck. You gotta get some core strength to get up out of this. Right, as and that's what we want. That's what we want. Well, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we get back, we're gonna see what Amy's relationship with scams is. Y'all like how I split that up? Ooh, I know y'all mad. <laughs> scams. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing it right over there. I got on their underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select scam goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows Con 
much and we're back and now let's okay so and we have to ask you as well before we move into the what's hot and fraud portion of the show what is your relationship yeah. with scams well here's the crazy thing Lacey like I'm Nigerian like scams are part of my culture <laughs> oh, so well, it's just like literally that part of me like we grew up literally I would get 519 letters or 419 letters sorry and I would like send them to my parents like do we know him you know I was always <laughs> checking I was like is this a cousin is this an uncle right. like oh uh, no they could be fam and my dad would respond like honestly he'd be like like obi kawaina oh yeah that that might be on the father's side but we're not close so don't respond and i'm like okay <laughs> and i'm like okay and then after a while you learn that they're scams and i think my relation to scams is that because i'm nigerian i should not get caught up but every right. person in my family has been scammed Everyone has been scammed. Damn. And I, I feel like I'm the last to go. I get scammed on low level. I recently got scammed on a low level. And I'm like, we all get scammed. And I'm like, what is it? We're Nigerian. We should branches, be above not all this. all the branches in the family tree. Literally. Now wait, low level scam, what happened? Well, Are you at liberty to say? This one's too close. It hasn't okay, concluded. Okay. So I'll well, share I'll okay. share my family scams, though. I'll, yes, share, yes. I'll put my family on blast. Okay, so, and then we all yeah. snitch on your friends. Exactly. Yes, I'm going to snitch on everybody. <laughs> so literally, both of my parents have sold Amway. My mom has sold Mary Kay. Mm, all the MLMs. You know, they're all basically scams. My brother once told me about a new type of internet that I needed to explore. And all I need to do is get five <laughs> of my friends online. And then he would be elevated. And I was like, you ain't elevating nowhere. This is Not a, scam. a whole new internet. A no, whole we got new a new internet. It ain't WW. We actually we doing VVV. It's it's, just, it's it looks like WW. We type it. But. Exactly. It's WV. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? It's, it's six V's. And the and hardest like part WWE. is when you're listening to a family member tell you something that you immediately know is a scam, mm. you don't want to be, you don't want to cut them off and like treat them wrong. So you have to just listen and you're hearing that. And I'm like, how does the internet work? Well, 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 the thing is, the thing is, because like, you know, because the cords. So like, basically, we send you a box and inside the box and you're like, you are what? saying nothing that makes sense. <laughs> you are stringing no. words together, but it doesn't make any sense. So and that, that's one of the easiest ways to tell if something is suspect is if someone can't explain a concept to you like you're a five year old, then either they don't know what they're talking about or what they're talking about is fraudulent because people who that are trying part. to convince you to get into something that is as confusing as they can make it sound, the easier it is to rope you in. But everything can be explained pretty simply, even if it's a complex thing. Like, oh, okay, if you're a heart surgeon, you're like explaining how you repair an artery. You can tell people like, we open up someone's heart. We yes. use a vein from somewhere else. We yes. replace something okay. that's blocked. Lacey, the and heart surgeon. Though, right, <laughs> but even though I don't know all the details of heart surgery i can you know you can explain it to somebody in a way that's tangible and understandable but i have friends who work in crypto who have been like explain crypto to me no. like a child over mm -hmm. and over and over again i'm like simpler 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 and they're like well then when you get into these kind of uh stratospheres in the blockchain and then what we should really do is you do and i'm like you the reason that this it. is so confusing is because you're like purposefully being obtuse yeah so yeah even yeah. though i don't think that your family member was trying to be obtuse i'm sure that they were explaining it to them the way that it was explained to them yes which didn't make no damn sense that and so i mean that's the thing i'm like if you can't explain it clearly to me then it means it was not explained clearly to you which why didn't mm -hmm. that give you a red flag why didn't you have a red flag at that moment that's financial freedom okay <laughs> would you like to work for yourself like, that's how Ooh. it always starts, too. They're always like, would you, could I give you an opportunity nobody, to be your own boss? Nobody ever works for themselves off of an ad. 
Like it's just no. it never happened in human Off history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, working for yourself sounds so sexy. And yes, there are perks. Half the time I'm working for myself and then I also work for companies. But working for yourself also means like you never stop working. Like you could be working at yeah. 8 p.m. You could be working at night. You gotta just get shit done when it needs to be done, which isn't always fun. Sometimes it's great to just like I I get envious of nine to fives all the time. You go to work, you do your shit, you leave and you don't have to think about it no more. You oh, clock I, out. I yeah, miss here's, clocking here's out. Where I, here's where I get jealous of nine to five people. It's just like my mom's like, oh, it's the weekend. I'm like, what's that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what that. <laughs> I, I still have work to do on the week. I work seven days a week. Like, I'm like, wait yes. a second. I have homework all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just looking at it like, <laughs> like it's, it's like going imagine? to college and then never leaving. And never leaving. I'm like, what have we done? We signed up to write papers for the rest of our life. I know. Right. It's it's like sometimes I'm just like, wow, what it must be like to be on a Friday at 5 p.m. when you don't have all this extra fucking work to do. You could just like go relax home. on the weekend, yeah. do a barbecue, read a book. Right. No, but I got to uh, get quickly drunk so I can sober up again <laughs> so that I can work on Saturday. <laughs> Remember when TGIF meant something? That. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> means nothing to me now. No. Oh, no, Lordy. It's expired. It truly has. I mean, but that's the thing about scams is like, if people are just trying to sell you the dream, why are they trying to sell it to you? Think about that too because if the money's yeah. that good, if they're that that's independent, right. when has anybody in America been selfless enough to get somebody else involved in something that's making them tons of money when they could just make more Oh, I want to share it with you. Yeah. I want to bring you into the family. I still remember when I first moved to LA, Mona V, that like a side drink was like a huge scam that everyone was doing. They're like, come to a party. There are going to be celebrities there. And then, you know, you just got to leave with a case of Mona V and then you sell it to your friends. And I'm like, wait, that's a scam. They're like, don't you want to come to the party? And you do want to go to the party. There. <laughs> you do want to go to the Katie party. Katy Perry going to be there. <laughs> exactly. I always find if there's a scam going on, Katy Perry is somehow and booked. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of like, I don't know if you guys uh, were living in New York at this time. Um, but at, in New York, at sometimes they used to like hang out outside of, you know, when I was in grad school, they used to hang out outside of the college campuses and they would sell you like a package to get your hair done, your nails done, your makeup what? done. All oh, for wait, like, what? That's yeah. Nice. Like, like, is this a scam? All for a set price. But I'm sure it wasn't a scam for white girls, but for black girls, I, oh, I was yeah, just no. like, I was just like, do you have someone that does black hair? And they're like, yeah. I show up at the fucking that, yeah, salon. Yeah, sound confident. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. We do everybody's Black? hair. Yeah, that's a color yeah. we know. So I show up at the thing or whatever. You know, I was doing my natural hair at the time or whatever, doing little twist outs and stuff. I and love so that you tried it. I had her. And she she literally washed my hair. I, my hair. I didn't even know my hair could feel like a Brillo pad, but it did. Oh, no. Whatever products they used on my poor little black scalp. And my poor little black strands. Uh, it took. She had you with that. Like you could have took a. You could have took it to a pan that really needed like scrubbing. Like that's like, some dial thing. soap to her hair and just rub I, it. This I pan. did. I did uh, scrub out my kitchen a little bit. You know, yeah. with, the, with my hair. <laughs> Might as well take advantage of this. But yeah, it was wild. I was just like, they scammed me. They got like two hundred dollars. I could get my nails done and stuff like that. $200? But the hair thing. Yeah, I had to pay all this money for them. As to a college my student, hair. that's a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because they made it seem like, oh, you get your hair done, you get a massage, you get you get your nails done, you get a facial. Did you get so, those other things? 
Yeah, I got the other things, but the oof, the hair, the hair was thing. Was the massage given? Was the facial facialin or no? um the massage was fine. But um, by that point your hair was ruined, so you couldn't even enjoy it. <laughs> yes, it was like I was angry. So you I was like, like <laughs> I gotta get the rest of this value. So I just come into the salon just You better mad. rub my shoulders. And then just like my shoulders up to my neck, just her trying to <laughs> like you're really tense, Grace. You I don't wonder know. why. It's because I was recently scammed. Right. <laughs> I love getting scammed, but then being like, no, but I need to get my money's worth. So I am yes. going to go back for exactly. the other procedures. Yes. <laughs> got to get the other procedures for my whole $200 that I got for my refund for my student loan. Not the Denzel. I'm leaving with something. <laughs> yeah. Even if it hurts me. <laughs> right. No, the massage was... T- I was bleeding a little bit after the massage. But exactly. listen, I was going to get it. I was going to get it. You know, I thought I was going to look fire. I had a little boy. I had a crush on. I was just like, oh, I'm going to get this hair done. Yes. No, no. You, but it's one of those things that while you were in the seat as your hair was brillo padding up, you were like... The way she said, yeah, in that part, I should have known. I should have known when I asked, can you do my hair? And she blinked and went, yeah, I should have known. Yeah, that was that 20s. You're kicking yourself. And the year was too fast. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't have any question, follow-up questions. No. Like, oh, what are you trying to get? You want braids? You want a crest? You want, she didn't, no, you want a twist out? Up. Nothing. She was just like, yeah. All of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black hair. Blacker the better. <laughs> Blacker the better. And the thing is, I called before to, go, I called before and I was just like, so y'all have somebody black to do my hair? And she's like, yeah. And then I showed up. It was like <laughs> too many of the short. Like, it was a very tan white woman. <laughs> like the straightest hair I've ever seen in my life. Not a little bend. There is there is nothing back in her ancestry. <laughs> Humidity don't do but shit. Scandinavia. <laughs> She's like I once walked through Bedside. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, I have. A black friend? (laughs) (laughs) I have eaten hot sauce and chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm qualified, right? Oh, Oh, goodness gracious. Well, you know, these these are perfect. Y'all are perfect. And I am so excited to get into this episode right after one more break for non-scam advertisements. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. 
IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. And And we are back. And it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn our listeners about scams that are popping in the zeitgeist. But you know these days, we just get a letter from you guys. As always, snitch on your friends and family and enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Uh, Amy Grace, I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender. It's a construct. It could be anything. Corona. Oh, no. Virus. <laughs> not, not Coco. Oh, no. Yeah, Coco. Coco is Coco. the name. All right. We so, know what it's short for. We do. We absolutely do. It's still still here, guys. Yeah. And it's very uh, much alive. And not great. Well. Yeah. So Coco says, hey, Lacey, long time lurker, first time commenter. I'll put the nice stuff at the end so you don't say it at the top. Okay, so you really do be listening because you you know the whole format. (laughs) So it says, I waited tables for several years in my hometown of Austin, Texas. And since I lived in North Dallas and Richardson for a year. And since then, I've been um, filled with Central Texas chauvinism. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. But we're right (laughs) We are from North Texas, uh, Amy and I, though. So I was like, okay, like... Central Texas chauvinism? I guess I don't go there enough. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I will say, though, like, Texas people are the most proud about being from Texas. I've never lived anywhere. I would say us and people from Florida, specifically Miami, like, they love being from Miami. Because in Texas, you're in Texas, right? You were in the burbs, you were ever. Everybody, every other house got a Texas star on the front next to their door. They got Don't a Texas mess with mat. Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Like, we're in Texas, y'all. They know. <laughs> they know we're here. <laughs> I don't know if any other state has this, but Texas, like when I was in school, it's like, they really indoctrinate you into the they cult. They do because you teach, you learn Texas history, and they tell you yeah. like this is the only state that ha- who has a flag that's allowed to fly at the same level as the United mm-hmm. States flag. And you're like, I don't know why that's important, but it is. You know, they're like six countries have fought over the Texas land, and you're like, yeah, 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 because we're amazing. They just right. really it's like, fill no, your head we're with trifling. it. We tried to secede <laughs> from the Union. We lost, and then we're like, remember the Alamo? And then they take you to the Alamo at school, and it's literally not even the size of a McDonald's. No, I don't know why we're trying to remember this L. They're like, take this L! Remember this L! I'm like, we lost, y'all. This, not, this is bad. Like, why are we celebrating this? And you you say the Pledge of Allegiance uh, in school to yeah. the you know, United States, and then you pledge you allegiance the to the Texas flag. Yeah. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to, to the, the, te- the Texas yes, and one like, and indivisible. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll wow. tell you what, Lacey. I literally refused to say either. I was that kid. I sat down, and anytime the teacher was like, "Stand up and say the allegiance," I was like, "My parents aren't from here. I'm not doing it." And they were <laughs> you, like, okay. "You throw your kid's hat." <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I was just the meme with the kid's hat, like just my arms crossed. And Tiny black like, panther. What, why would I pledge allegiance to a flag? <laughs> 
<laughs> when is America gonna pledge allegiance to me? To me. Uh, my answer's Smithless Place. Right. Like, you, know, you ain't even from here, girl. Shut well, up. Well, I, so. I will say that uh, Michigan people do not have that sense of pride. Like, oh, y'all are talking like, about them lakes. Y'all got no, them lakes, right? We don't. We don't talk. But about everyone from Michigan like, always holds up their hand. They're like, "I'm from here." It feels yeah. like they teach that. Oh yeah, they, they do do that. Like, Michigan's a hand. Yeah, I mean, just because no one knows. Um, where anything is in Michigan. They know Detroit, and that's it. So, you know, yeah. sometimes... Motor City? Uh, yeah. That's all. Like, Aretha Franklin? Motown? Yeah. Mo- Motown. We're, we're proud that's of that. That's a big deal. You would yeah. think that would be enough to cars, cross Michigan you know, you know, cars. when I was growing Car- up. Cars, they're from here. Cars. Uh, <laughs> Automobiles. The, you know, the auto show used to be a pretty big deal. You know, people used to get dressed up in their alligator shoes and, you know, hats. And, you know, you like would play on your auto show outfit for a while so I love an, I love putting on like a church fit to go stand next to motor vehicles inside <laughs> exactly yeah what's an auto show outfit is it really like a church fit it's like going to the races yeah it is kind of you know a lot of colorful suits a lot of alligator shoes you know cute um just you know just really getting dressed to the nines to go to the auto show and look at all the cars and stuff like that it was like it, it was a big deal in Detroit when I was growing up for sure I love anything that is cause for dressing up. Mm-hmm. You know, people yes. used to dress up on planes. We probably need to bring that back because back in the day, now I it's wish getting we could, but now, ghetto. Now it's a bus in the sky and there's a middle it seat. It's like, who wants to dress up to sit next to someone sneezing on you? I like, mm-hmm. I, I do try and look just a little, like I look cash cute when I fly. Like I try not to be yeah. fully dressed down so that somebody treats me nice. Somebody. Going that nice. is a good strategy. And I and especially if you are a person of color or mm. if you're in any marginalized group, I've had to learn like when I go shopping, when I shit, if I go to the hospital, I'm like, let me yeah. put on something test so they're not trying <laughs> yeah. to kill Before me. Before I get in that ambulance, <laughs> right. let me put on Hold some on, diamonds. Let me, let me get my silk scarf. No, I need oh. to know. I'm the one hundred dollar one. Uh, they'll still manage to be racist. I oh, they will. They will. They, <laughs> they will. were racist like, to Serena, like they were to, to Serena Williams. So <laughs> very true. She almost died in childbirth, which we know, like we're four times more likely to. But you know, I'm yeah. like, maybe if I put on this this gold necklace, <laughs> they'll give me the payments. Maybe, maybe I carry my Gucci bag with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Coco said they waited tables in the North Dallas. As you know, waiting tables itself is a scam. Yes, literally yes, tipping comes yeah. from slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, the restaurant only gives $2 an hour, and every table is a gamble on whether or not you get paid. And then tipping out half of the staff, the most blatant kind. Yes, we know. I Ooh. busted and waited. Not busted, but I waited tables and busted my ass doing yeah. so and bartended. Mm-hmm. I-, I switched over to bartending because then you don't have to be as, like, nice like mm-hmm. wait tables everybody can just spit on you and shit on you you just gotta yeah. take it because you want your tips but when i'm the alcohol man when i'm between you and the alcohol we used to be like shut up bitch the rock crazy as hell if people didn't tip we'd be like that motherfucker didn't tip don't serve him no more i was bartending in new york and we was crazy that's amazing and (laughs) i worked at nicer places after that i got it together but we were still we were still uh you know owner of the drink so everyone had to suck up to us if they wanted a cocktail yes just stand at the bar like please sir and i'm like in a minute (laughs) (laughs) you can wait (laughs) and you better tip like yes we were love it love that Um, so every now and then I would do something that's fairly common in the industry a little scam called 
floating. However, when telling newer servers about it, I just called it a life hack. I would preface it by saying that most restaurants will fire you if they catch you doing this, so keep your head on a swivel and don't push your luck. Now, I will say, Coco, you are really nice because if I'm running a scam, I'm definitely not training no new people to do it when they just got hired. That's how you fuck up the bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. What if they throw me, what if they throw me out of the bus when they get caught? What if they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I was taught this was a part of the business and Lacey told me to do, like, nah. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I don't want that. But then I'd be like, where you have that in writing? I told you nothing. Right. (laughs) I I never said that. I never told them to scam. But it's too much of a POS system that can be tracked. So what you're not going to do is is, uh, catch me up in it. So basically, the floating, this is what floating is. Basically, if a table paid with cash, I wouldn't cash them out on the POS system, which is point of service system for Mm -hmm. you guys who don't know. It's just Mm -hmm. where they type in all the stuff and ring it up and send it to the kitchen, etc. So I would calculate their change and give it to them, and then I'd wait for them to leave. Once they left, I'd open up their ticket on the system, split an item off of their bill, and then cash them out, keeping the difference is a part of the tip and now floating is just called theft but i do appreciate the rebrand yeah i'm like wait a second that's a rebrand that's a rebrand so if you do that like 10 times a night you could get like extra 200 dollars or something like that wow so this only works if an item that you split off is something that the kitchen doesn't make, like Coke, coffee, soup, dessert, etc. That way, another table, because if you sit, if it's something that the kitchen makes, if you refire it, it's going to go to the kitchen and they're going to get the ticket and they're going to make the item again. Oh. So you can't do it for oh. things that are going to the kitchen. But if it's going to the bar and you're just moving it over, no one, none's the wiser, right? Mm. Especially if it's something that you could get yourself. So coffee, tea, yeah. soda, all that stuff. A lot of restaurant servers go get that themselves. And mm-hmm. then anything alcoholic would be made behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And it's not so, something they're counting. It's not no. like whole chicken. And it's like, well, we knew we had 140 of those. So Exactly. Yeah. It's like soda pop and coffee and things that we would just get for ourselves during mm-hmm. our shifts anyway. Mm-hmm. So this was one great scam because the customer had already parted ways with that money. The restaurant gets paid for their goods, which are already overpriced. And I got another inch closer to making rent for my shoebox apartment. I hate Austin very much, is in parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, I like Austin. I like Austin, but I will say they brag too much about the food. I tried so much food there and I was like, this is not good. No, y'all. it's limited. It's limited. It's really like the breakfast tacos at Torchies and then the barbecue. Like everything else is like, forget it. They just putting sauce on a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, this is just a lot of Mm -hmm. I agree. So if anyone else ordered that item and I couldn't float it, I would just go ahead and pay for it with cash. Um, So, okay, that the original customer left. So if they couldn't steal, they were like, ah, well, I'll take the L. I I guess I'll get the money back to the company. Okay, so that's how you're keeping it clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that involves a lot of work. Right. Yeah, that's it was like, stressful. Yeah. Right? But at the end, Coco says that, I mean, I would just be back to where I started originally if I had to pay the difference. And so nothing to lose, everything to gain, baby. That's a quote. Mm. Since it was mostly lower price items, the reward would only be 2 to $5 at a time. But sometimes I would get bold and split off a whole entree, wait until the end of my shift, and then tell my manager that I messed up and needed to comp it. And then, bam, an extra $20 coming what? my way. Wow. wow. Money aside, the real reward was getting one over on my rich ass employers who paid their waiters next to nothing to do grueling and often thankless work. Smiley mm. face. Tip your waiters 20% and pay in cash if you can, and then order a coffee and give them a knowing wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 
do that. I, I can do that. I can do that. I want to help out wait staff. I used to work in a restaurant too, and it is a thankless job. <laughs> and I do not drink coffee, but I will give. I will order it and then be like. Wink, wink. Let me get up. Coffee. They're like, why are you blinking at me like that? I'm like, oh, you're right. an honest one. Get away from me. Oh, get away from me. Get Send your friends. Send your friends. Bring that shady looking waiter over here. We want, we want them waiting on us. Yeah, the one who keeps looking side to side. He's <laughs> got money falling out of their pockets. Wait. Bring him over here. He gonna, he gonna do us right. He gonna, he gonna scam it up the good. with the shifty eyes. <laughs> so if you're scamming big companies and you're scamming up, especially if they're paying you $2 an hour, mm. which is criminal. I'm assuming yeah. this was like, not now, because I'm I hope pretty not. sure you have to pay more than that. Dear Lord, I hope um, so. I'm never going to be mad at that. Mm. No, yeah, I'm not going to be neither. mad with wait staff. You go, they, Coco. They put up with so much bullshit. Like, I've seen people be so mean to, to them. And, you know, they're often on their feet, like, all day. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, My ankles would be swollen after yes. double shifts. Like, working concrete floors and we had to wear heels. Like, oh, it, no. it was... Yeah, it was crazy. But a lot of times, too, people feel like when they go to restaurants, this is their one opportunity to be like the lord over the serfs. And mm-hmm. so they're like very particular and extra and constantly sending things back and complaining and being rude. And it's like, stay your okay. ass home. Like, this is a mutually beneficial situation. You are not better than this person who's waiting no. your table. Yeah. And they're not better than you. They're, you are each helping each other get something that you need. And that's how mm-hmm. you need to look at it. So if you come in here trying to flex and be an asshole, and I'm the worst, I'll call your shit out. I hate when people try to pay for big tabs and flex in front of everybody and then short me on the tip. And oh. I, I would come oh, back and no. be like, hey, I saw that there was... And I'd be loud, too. Wow. One time somebody threw money that. at me. Wait, wait, tell this. Oh, us, my oh, gosh. Wait, I need to yes, hear I this story. Hear so it was like a big group of people that's having this big party. They all flashy dressed, you know, got on all the dimes, the Cartier, the, the labels and whatever. And this guy's like, I got dinner tonight. And everybody's like, woo. So he pays. Um, and then doesn't leave any tip. So I come what? back... And this is what I would do because I was never going to take that. Uh, I I would come back and I'd be a little too loud. And I'd be like, hey, I think there was a mistake here because you didn't leave any tip with what you paid. It is nothing. Did you drop? Did I drop it or where did I would just be real loud. I love this, Lacey. (laughs) I love this. And this guy was so embarrassed. He just like threw $200 at me and was like, get out of here. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Wait, so what what is your stance on the Jay-Z tip? Do you remember this? When Jay-Z had like a $27,000 dinner and then he tipped the waiter I can't remember the price it was like a $27,000 dinner and he tipped the waiter like a thousand dollars and people were like yo that's not 20 percent and then no no, I think he tipped 2,000 and then they're like that's not enough but then some people were like less than 10 that's less than 10 some people were like it's still 2,000 they're like it's still a lot no, mm-hmm. because it needs to be proportionate to the amount that you purchase. Because a lot of times, if you spend twenty thousand dollars or twenty seven thousand dollars on a dinner, yes, everything is overpriced and very, very expensive. Yes. However, that's indicative of what that person sold to you, who was the server. Who a lot of times, yeah. if depending on how high in the restaurant is, you're a salesperson. You have to know everything about the menu. You have to know what pairs well. You have to know what people like, what they yeah. want. Also, like if it's a twenty seven thousand dollars table, I bet you there was more than one server. There was tons of maintenance being done yeah. on the table to make sure the experience was good if you owe 20 percent, you owe 20 percent. so if you balling then you balling like you can't scale yeah, it down balling yeah you yeah jay-z also yeah. I and a lot of rich so, people get out of touch i will never forgive him for what he did to my queen, exactly so. <laughs> i'm like so i'm mad i was like oh that is a really big tip and i was like jay-z did this pay up i was just <laughs> mad and automatically because i'm like he a cheater 
<laughs> right. It's look, we love Beyonce so much that we just we tolerate that man. I'll be going yeah. to the on the run concerts and then when it be just him, I'll be like, mm. <laughs> I know Then she come back this. out, I'd be like, ah! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like Beyonce if you like it, I love it, I guess. Right. So a Negro who neither likes nor loves it, but we love you. So whatever you say, Queen. Whatever, whatever you, you say. Whatever you say, whatever we'll you say. We'll do it. You say you forgave that man and I, I guess get, we gotta forgive him. We forgive him too. Okay, lemonade. Make lemonade out of lemons, okay? Okay, yeah. We said, now, the lemonade tastes good, but, you know, we still know how it was made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know more. What was, what was you right. going to break my soul about, okay? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I really want to know. I need the answers. Right. Because we were, Grace and I were driving and we put on a Beyonce playlist and literally the number of songs that Beyonce has that are, like, clearly, like, he's cheating on me, y'all. <laughs> like, from If I Were a Boy to Jealous. So, mm-hmm. like, and you're just like, oh, she was... Resentment. Cries for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cries for help. <laughs> and we're like, oh no, <laughs> our queen she's, is in trouble. And we right. were just, we were just like jiving in the club. <laughs> I'm like, she's that's not okay. <laughs> that's why I always love that viral tweet that was like about that song. It's like la da dee da da da. And somebody was yes. like, that woman was saying she's homeless. And we were just dancing like she's homeless. Yeah, she's homeless. <laughs> and what is that? What is that? This woman is singing about this woman being homeless. And we're like, it's a mob. She's homeless. <laughs> She's homeless. I'm going to twerk it down to the ground, pick it back right. up. <laughs> we need to help her. We did the same we thing to, to that, that. What would you do, lady? What, what would you, you do if your son was at home? home? We're like crying on the floor. Ew. Because like, he's hungry. <laughs> and the only, only way, way to, to feed, feed him, him is to sleep with a man with well, a little bit of money and his dad is gone. <laughs> so, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, that song is like one of the saddest songs and one of the happiest bops. Like, right. Yeah. And we're like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite thing is learning what songs are about. That one was pretty clear, but then that being like, oh, clear. we had the wrong response. Like, Kiss from a Rose on a Grave was about cocaine. Yes. Oh. I was like, okay, see you. Wait, people were what? Like, this song at funerals. We thought yes. it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, we think yeah, this is yeah, sentimental. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is my God, cocaine. it's about cocaine? That was yes. today years old. Well, my let's eyes will I mean, grow large. Arms of an angel, <laughs> arms of an angel. The Sarah McLaughlin song that's on all the dog commercials. That one's also. It's about heroin. It's, it's about, about heroin. What? Yes, it's okay. about addiction to heroin. I She's like, I'm in the bio. arms of the angel, far away from here. She's high as fuck, y'all. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Literally, oh like, my why God. is it on those dog commercials? <laughs> I thought that song was about a little Fido in a, in a dog no, fight. No, wait, y'all are today years old when y'all found out about this? Yeah, yes. I thought it was just like, you know, just like, oh, the like no. you're, you're spiritual and you're thinking about angels. Yes. And the animals are heroin. the angels. It's about her doing heroin. Oh, or maybe her man doing heroin. Someone in her life doing heroin. Well, we yeah. have to move on because now we are completely derailed. <laughs> this episode's about to be long as hell. All right, guys, let's get into historic hoodwinks. Did I bring note, it down? Was, did I bring it down? Angel. We flying away from that and we going into historic <laughs> hoodwinks. Bejeweled businesswoman Dr. Ruja Ignatova was on the path to become the next famed crypto genius with her new cryptocurrency called OneCoin. What is that? OneCoin. Through the currency, she took nearly $4 billion from people and disappeared in 2017. Okay, she's a baddie. Four Wait. billion? With Four a billion. billion? Yeah, with a B. Holy Not shit. A M, Wait a, a second. B. Okay, and this is her. She, oh, wow, she thick. 
She got a little curve She got a little body yaddy yaddy. It's giving Mm -hmm. four billion. It's giving giving lip injections. I mean, she looked like, (laughs) like, you know. Lip injections aren't cheap, okay? (laughs) Yeah, she has to pay for them somehow. But literally, no, she got full hair. She got a rack. She got her nails done. She's she she wearing like lace. Kardashians. She knows before, how to get that money you know, money. They did Kardashian light. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kardashian yeah. light. Natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Somewhat. So about Ruja. <laughs> Naturalish. Dr. Ruja, so she a doctor, born on May 30th, 1980. I'm pretty sure that's a Gemini in Bulgaria. She moved to Germany with her family when she was 10 years old. She earned a law degree from Oxford University, come on, smart, and Mm -hmm. a PhD in private international law from the University of Constance. Yeah. Constance in Germany. She then went on to work at McKinsey and Company, a global management consulting company that brought her into the world of international finance. Mm -hmm. Ruja began hearing more about cryptocurrency in the craze in 2014. And that's when she founded her own currency called one coin. I'm trying to figure How out she where she found a current. She went mining. She did the thing like, oh, I got to get my computer. No, you can make your own currency and then you can release shares of it and people can or not shares, but you can release the coin and people can purchase the coin for whatever the initial offering value is and then get involved with it. Here's what I'm going to say. The website says OneCoin cryptocurrencies is unique, safe, global and with no risk of inflation. I'm sorry, but if you are safe, you shouldn't have to say you're safe. I'm sure and that with no this risk, is an old website. I've never this. known anything financially to have no, no risk, risk of inflation. That's bullshit right there. That's a lie. That's two lies. It might be unique and it might be global, but the other two, I call bullshit. Right. She said, do you want to be your own bank? <laughs> I know you heard of being your own boss, but have you ever thought of being your own bank? Okay, get involved. I made up money. Do you want some? Do you want some? <laughs> and people are doing this. That's what the original Bitcoin, you That's know, is. Crazy. And we still Doge don't know who coin. that man is. Yeah. Dogecoin. Mm. People, a lot of people have made up coins. They're making their own money. Uh, but essentially, you can't, for legal reasons, call it your coin or what you're making. Basically, you're offering a coin to the market, but you cannot say that you own it or that you invented it. There's like very tricky language that they're getting around being oh. sued with. Okay. All so right. since then, language. Right. She claimed it was a simpler and safer alternative to Bitcoin and dubbed her currency the Bitcoin killer. Okay, fashion killer, Bitcoin oh, killer. Yes. Oh. You know All yes. right. You better brand yourself, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm starting to like her. Ruja, was that her name? <laughs> yeah, I'm Ruja. Like her. <laughs> she a baddie. All you needed to purchase it was some money sent to a bank account, and you'll receive them in a personal online account, which a lot of times are called wallets. Like many other fledging currencies at the beginning of the crypto gold rush, one coin took off. Because now, you know, when Bitcoin got popping, everybody was like, well, it's too expensive to buy these coins. Now, anybody else trying to come up with a hot new coin you know that's how we ended up with dogecoin and how we ended up with um what's that one that starts with an e um oh electron no i was gonna call it experian that's no uh, ethereum Ethereum. Ethereum. it was almost experian lacy you were so close (laughs) ethereum so yeah that's how we ended up with coins like this Mm -hmm. according to the leaked documents british people spent almost 30 million euros which is about 30.6 million usd uh at the time because the euro's going down in value Uh, (laughs) i shouldn't be happy about that but i've been praying on the euro's downfall i'm like i can go to miss selfridge now yes oh my god i was just in amsterdam i cleaned up because it's the same it's the same 
Right, because it used to be very aggressive. It used to be double. Yeah, yeah, close to. The pound's always been close to double. And then mm-hmm. when I was living in the UK, the euro was like 1.3 to the dollar. So now now we're even. Yeah. So between August 2014 and March 2017, more than 4 billion euros, about 4 billion USD, were invested in dozens of countries across the world. It was marketed as one of the most accessible currencies in the world. And Ruja claimed that it was on track for everyone to make payments everywhere. Now, I will say that decentralized banking has been beneficial and also predatory because mm-hmm. decent, like everybody doesn't have a bank. Like, you know, in yeah, America, like true. we have banks, like, and even people in America, a lot of people don't have banks that's here. You know, there are barriers the to mm-hmm. entry. There's poverty mm-hmm. tax. There's, you know, overdraft fees. Like there's a lot of ways for banks to take your money before you even use it. Right. So Bitcoin allowed for everybody to have a currency that wasn't in a bank where they were taking interest or they were taking, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, potentially not giving you interest or potentially mm-hmm. giving you fees and maintenance fees and shit. It's like, Bank of America, what are you doing online that you need to charge me a maintenance <laughs> fee for my account? Literally what? Yeah. It's all automated. Right. Just finding ways to take your money. So mm-hmm. rich American investors wired tens of thousands of dollars while small families in Ugandan villages sold their family animals to open one coin accounts. So wow. oh decentralized is supposed to mean no, it's accessible to everyone no. who has internet. Oh, no. no. Yeah, and that makes me sad. And obviously, the people with the least resources always end up taking the most risks in these situations and usually don't get the benefits. So, Ruja herself held glamorous events across the world to promote her crypto, including Lundy's Wembley Arena. She done rented out Wembley. Wembley? Mm -hmm. Is that where Wimbledon is? Yeah, she said, move over, Serena. Y'all done playing tennis? Put them them rackets up. We got a Bitcoin event. (laughs) Put them down. (laughs) <laughs> Tell them little boys who shag the balls they can stay. Dude, put some cater wear the uniforms on. We got an event tonight. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. She was known for dressing in expensive ball gowns, jewels, and bright red lipstick to drive up the point that she represented luxury. And you oh, could have God. some, too. Okay, she's... I don't that's know. A, that's an ugly luxury. ass dress, That is though. not luxury. And also, that her is. face is a different color than her arms. So... Yeah. That looks like Makeup a quinceanera dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, maybe if I just wore a well, long we dress. we really turned on Ruja. <laughs> we one like, bad outfit, we're just like, you know what? Uh, we're over. It's over. We it's, see if, one bad outfit, and we're like, we should get out of here. <laughs> Literally, but also, full, what's with the earrings? Yeah, the earring girl, the full representation of like celebrity. We were like, oh yeah, she's everything. Now we're like, get out of here. We were just ugly ass. She looked like Belle from uh, yeah, she Beauty does. and the Beast. Exactly. A, it's giving a Beauty and the Beast. Belle. Yeah. Right. Discount Belle. It's giving great value Belle. You be talking to silverware, she be talking to plasticware. Yes. She's talking to Chinette. Girl, right. you better take some of that money and go down to Fendi. Right, hire a stylist, baby boo, because I don't know where you're shopping, but this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. And it's wrinkled. I don't know, girl. Yeah, this looks like a bridesmaid gown you give to like women you hate, but I put it in your wedding. I require that you wear yellow. (laughs) It's like that's like really rude. So investors were wooed by her numerous degrees and copies of Forbes magazine with her portrait on the front cover. The Forbes cover she touted was actually an inside cover paid for by ad from Forbes Bulgaria. So she was like, oh yeah. This is a cover. It was the inside, and she had paid for it. Everyone was was like, "Why can't I find that issue? Why can't I find that issue?" Right? (laughs) Always a limited issue for the rich of the rich. The richest people have right. It's on my Instagram. What you mean? It's right there. Look at it. You can't see the spine. She look cute again here. You can't see the spine. Oh yeah, you can't see the spine. That's how you know it's on the inside. Look right next to the Bulgari watch. It's not giving shiny either. Yeah, you can actually see that it's the inside of the magazine. She's like cropping it up. 
man. I love a good Photoshop moment. So few understood blockchain at the time and even fewer questioned it. The blockchain is a type of database that differs between like typical databases and the way that it stores information. The way that I always say this is like, think of blockchain like a long CVS receipt. So Mm -hmm. when you buy and sell coins, people can make commission off of the blockchain from selling it. And like, it's bad for the environment because computers require a lot of energy to constantly be printing out these long, long receipts and keeping track of all this information. Um, With Dr. Ruja's help, the price of one coin jumped from 43 pence in 2015 or 58 US cents to about 10 pounds or 12 USD by 2017. So in three years, she had made a jump. That's, That's hard. Hard. So she's rich enough to buy a different dress. Like, she doesn't have to wear that right. yellow one anymore. It's not giving the jump. <laughs> yeah. So the problem was is that it was all made up and the numbers didn't matter. Oh well, yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah. It's all made up. That's, oh, that's a good point. Made up. That's a good we had point. one minor issue. It was all fake. There's <laughs> a little issue. None of the money was real. So... Miracle cryptocurrencies are predatory in a number of ways with promises that you'll get rich fast or that even the most discern so like even discerning users fall victim to this because this is a new frontier. It either could be amazing and work really well right. or it could just be fraudulent and scammers know that. OneCoin was no exception except it also sold itself as a multi-level marketing scheme. Ooh. <gasps> oh, oh, so it was one God. of those like, oh, you just bring in five friends just like I was talking about. My parents mm-hmm. were falling for this. Damn. Well, now you can tell them now that now they'll never. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't remember what MLMs are, basically how you make money in MLM is you bring more people in. And so the more people that you can get and invest, you get a commission off of everybody that you can rope into the scheme. So Ruja recruited some of the top MLM sellers in the world with a 10 percent commission incentive. Mm-hmm. One of these was Igor Alberts. And we have a picture of Igor with his wife. Oh, let's see. Simbala. Simbala. His mm-hmm. wife's name is Simbala. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. His child bride? Like, wait a second. Oh, no. Let's zoom in. Oh, Oh, no. no. She looks very young. Why does everyone dress dress so poorly? Yeah. Andrea Simbala, what is this? Also, why is he wearing wrapping paper, like gift wrap, as his outfit? It's like, if we're going to do crypto, we got to dress like 2000s rappers and... Oh, it's so Yeah, what dreams are these? This place looks like a nightmare. It says House of House of Dreams. Dreams? It's all red and black. What the fuck? It looks scary. Yeah, that looks like the entrance to hell. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Igor. It's like, what if we did a towel towel restaurant, but gothic? Yes, yes, it is towel in Vegas. It's very that. Yes. Yeah, but his wife looks very youthful, and he looks very mm, not Not youthful. Oh, she's over here posing. They don't match. And she's wearing fur, and he's wearing plastic. What weather is it? Yeah, (laughs) Is it winter? And why are the shoes uh, just... Oh, a fur with just some. You would not come with me. These people are rich. <laughs> oh no! A no. fur with these some people Tom's are not rich. shoes. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Can't buy style. I'll tell you that much. So you either me, have it or you don't. Yeah, that's true. Money can't buy you class. As the countess <laughs> said. <laughs> So being at the top of the pyramid, Igor, like many others with a massive downline, became rich immediately. We made in our first month almost 90,000 euros out of nothing. Bang! That's a quote. Rucha's genius was that she tapped into the massive infrastructure that already existed through little to no effort on her part because she's recruiting all these people who already been doing this scam. She was like, let me reach out to the criminals in the community. Wow. Wow. She did it. I I mean, she is a bad bitch. (laughs) Right. 
She had all the friends. I love it. You got to work across. You got to work with everybody you know. So if you know other criminals, you get them involved in your criminal enterprise and lift mm-hmm. one another up. Lift it's each yes. other up. <laughs> no one thing. We Women to scam together. <laughs> yes. Girl Lean to the scam. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, the fact that she's a woman, I, I, it doesn't offend me as much, I have to admit. I got to be honest, same. And in private, she referred to this as the bitch of Wall Street meets oh. MLM. That's what she would tell people in private. That was her sales pitch. Oh, wow. Mm. And people were like, sold. Right? That's a great one-liner. The bitch of Wall Street meets MLM. I'm intrigued. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So I would like money. to see it. Yes. <laughs> So a woman further down the line named Jen McAdam was brought in via a webinar, which convinced her to invest a thousand euros to start. Mm, You're not getting me online. You don't invest over a webinar. You do not. You do not commit millions over a webinar. Those bangs give me gullible. Oh, yeah. That bang is. It's not good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's a look. It's right. And these underlights. I mean, there there was a time where the underlights were happening and we couldn't stop them. I do love the bow on her shirt. I'm going to be honest. Like, she took a white I shirt. I love the pussy she, bow. She really, yeah, the pussy bow was cute. I'm like, she tried. She's on TV. She's trying to be impressive. She mm. is. It's a whole background behind her. She's she's giving <laughs> zeros and ones. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. so crypto. It's crypto. Wow. You know we're doing it for real because we got zeros and ones behind us, okay? That's computer language. We so speak she- computer. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we fluent in Macintosh. What about you? <laughs> what about you? Trust us. Vous la vous cochez avec computer? Parlez-vous la computer? Okay. So... <laughs> That code is trying to tell y'all it's a scam. <laughs> right, right away. Exactly. <laughs> if you could really parlay computer, you would know it's a scam. <laughs> How do we look like we work at computer? Zeros and ones, everyone? Yes. Put control alt delete behind me. Wrap That's the gonna wall let them know. <laughs> <laughs> you will you will give one dollar, you will get back zero. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what the zeros and ones mean. That's what the language is. Zero meaning. for you, one more for me. Right. You give us ones, we give you zeros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then promoters started saying that the larger packages were life-changing, which was enough to convince Jen to buy the 5,000-euro package, which was the Tycoon package a Over week later. Over the webinar, Lacey! Yes. No! Jen soon had 10,000 euros invested of her own money and convinced friends and family to invest, invest 250,000 euros of theirs. Wow. I'm disappointed. Similar tight-knit communities were targeted. British Muslims were told that one coin was compliant with the Islamic law and ultra-Orthodox Jewish groups in London were convinced to invest from their community treasury. Oh, my God. So she had tentacles in all communities. In religion. And how is she saying that this coin is similar? Like, how can she be like, oh, yeah, this works for the Islamic community or Muslim communities. This also works for... For, uh, you know, Orthodox Jewish communities, also Christian. Do you are you a pagan? Do you worship the devil? <laughs> this also works for Wiccans. Y'all in astrology, get on board. This it gonna works be for y'all too. your Saturn return. <laughs> but to turn it over in your brain for one fucking second, be like, you know what? Um, it might not apply to my religion because it was made up this year. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't think Jesus or Allah or anything has to say anything about this thing because you don't think they were trying to get involved in cryptocurrency? Yeah, (laughs) in zero BC, in zero (laughs) AD. (laughs) Doesn't BC just stand for before Bitcoin? Before crypto? Before crypto? Yeah. What do you mean? Hold on. It makes sense to me. On the cross, being thou shalt. Invest in crypto. crypto. I can't believe the 11th commandment. You ain't know we have enough room on the rock to get the crypto one on there. I better ask the crypto one. She like an evil genius. I mean, she just she exploited like three different she did religions. It alone too. Religions who have literally bitch. fought each other and still fight each other violently and they agreed over about their principles. Crypto. What you know? What brought them together? They one all got coin. one coin. So I just want to know uh, when we uh, making our own coins. <laughs> Literally, we should we start our own currency? Let's start coin. Gonna be called um, Ooh. Queen Coin. Queen Coin. Ooh, I like Queen Coin. Queen Coin. I like Queen Coin. <laughs> it sounds like the clink of coins hitting a table. Oh. You know, like in a bag. Queen Coin. Queen Coin. Queen Coin. Queen Coin. Queen Coin. Queen 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 Queen. And that's what you go hear when you invest, y'all. Oh, Queen Coin. Yeah. And get on Open Sea. We on there. Queen Coin. We on there. We'll take your dollars and give you zeros. Have you ever wanted to turn your money into? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Invest in Queen Coin. <laughs> Everybody always talk about turning your money into something. But what about exactly. turning it into oh, nothing? Yeah, nothing? This is how we going to get reparations. This is yes. how. This is Queen how. Coin. She got money on her we- webinar. We can get money on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, invest in Queen Coin. Just Queen go Coin. to scamgoddess.gmail.com. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. So when a good Samaritan and crypto expert, Timothy Curry, reached out to Jen with bad news, she was obviously dismayed. (laughs) It turns out while salespeople were recruited to scam others, Dr. Ruja was scamming them. Even though those at the top had no idea that OneCoin didn't have a payment system or possessed a blockchain technology, which is an essential They didn't even have a blockchain? No. Nobody Mm -mm. checked her math? Nobody nope, checked the, the math, ones never or math. the zeros? Mm-mm. Nobody ever tried to put the ones or the zeros together and see if Ooh, they made a, shit. a coin. Oh, man. People just be <laughs> believing people. I, I don't believe anybody. No, so I don't Tim believe nobody. So Tim and Jen's first Skype meeting ended in a shouting match. And there's a video. Uh, it's kind of indecipherable a little bit. But eventually he was able to convince and share information with her on the reality of the scheme. So he's trying wow. to tell her, like, girl, this ain't what you think it is. We are being robbed and we're also robbing people. And she was so deeply in invested that she didn't want to believe it. And I can only imagine if you rope your friends and family into a scheme that takes $250,000 from them, you're kind of alienated from your friends and family after that because I'm not talking to you no more. Family reunion, Jen, don't come. Yeah, you can't be here. Yeah, you also will. She's like, I brought the potato salad. Look, we don't want it. We don't want it. I'm sure it's got raisins in it. Get out of here. Scram, Jen. (laughs) So Jen reached out to OneCoin, asking about their blockchain technology, and the response that she got was, Okay, Jen, they don't want to disclose that kind of information. And plus, as an application, it doesn't need a server behind it. So it's our blockchain technology, an SQL server with a database, which I don't know what any of that means. What? The problem- <laughs> she was just like, bleep, blurp, blurp. <laughs> right. Computer, boop, computer, boop, computer. Boop, boop, beep, boop. Boop, beep, boop. <laughs> I got a response that just says beep, boop, beep. It's spelled out. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Beep, boop, pop. That's how and we do it. And then she said the sign beep. here to give more money. <laughs> so you the problem what? with, that's why you're not making money. You're not putting enough money into <laughs> the blue floor. Jen, that's on you. <laughs> you sounded broke, Jen. That's what it's giving. <laughs> oh, you complaining that you lost 10 million? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that at one coin. Oh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were on a budget. Right. Like every company that don't want to pay you. Oh, you need your money now? Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. You don't got none? Why you don't got none? Oh. That sounds like a you problem. Right. <laughs> And the problem with an SQL database, which is an unsecured database for storing and structuring data, is that it could be changed at will by the manager of the database, meaning that the manager could make the rapid inflation look like whatever they wanted to. So they can make it look like the coin is rising, it's falling, it's oscillating, because the, basically the database that everybody's clocking into to see how their money is doing is just somebody on the other side like, what do we think the money worth today? Oh, my God. Show of hands. Which I, we feel like it's $12 today. It's 13 <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> We don't want to make it too much, and then people gonna want to divest. We gotta just slowly inch it up. And yeah, because then people, it. if it goes high too soon, people want to sell some of it, and right. she don't want to give the money to them. Exactly. So Jen said, "I thought what?" And literally, my legs just went, and I fell on the floor. Not you falling on the ground to your knees. Um, on okay. the ground, you weak bitch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lordy Jesus. So how Ruja spent the money that clearly she's stealing. So Ruja was traveling the world, hopping from Macau to Dubai to Singapore to Grace Arenas with lavish ball gowns. We saw the ball gowns. They were not given lavish, but okay. Mm. Luring more investors. She used her fast growing fortune to buy multi-million dollar properties in the Bulgarian capital and the Black Sea. She has shit Black at resorts. Sea. Wow. Yep. She wanted to float. Uh, in Bulgaria alone, the value of her properties topped $12 million. So she wasn't even saving Damn. none of this money from the Ponzi scheme. She's blowing it as soon as she gets, as as she gets it. She bought a luxury 145-foot yacht called the Davina, oh. where she would throw parties and invite pop stars such as B.B. Reka to perform. Come on, B.B., get the scam coin. Wow, go ahead. She also purchased a four-bedroom flat in Kensington, London, and complete with, like, a swimming pool. And she had Andy Warhols and all types of shit. Damn, bitch. Wow, she was spending it. And the paintings were stuffed into cupboards, which is a classic sign of money laundering? Okay. Oh, because you you have to spend it. You can't put the money in a bank. So you're just like buying shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that way you can't prove where the money, like you can write money it off and also from, where yes. the money came from. Mm-hmm. So her apartment's porter remembers her lavish shopping trips, describing her two bodyguards. These poor men came in behind her like overloaded donkeys, struggling and out of huh. breath with 20 bags each. <laughs> Not calling the men donkeys. Right. Work a man though. Work a man. Oh so this God. is how it all comes down. As one coin grew, Dr. Rucha began promising that investors would soon be able to cash in selling their coins for their accounts for real money on a public exchange and finally converting their inflating earnings to millions in euros but the exchange kept being delayed and investors started worrying so people would be like hey when are we gonna be able to get our money out she's like soon soon so come on to yeah bb record back (laughs) she's singing that song y'all know that song she's singing uh, getting into it. Buy another fur. Don't worry. You're going to be able to cover it later. You good. <laughs> so in October 2017, Ruja was scheduled to speak to a large audience for the European OneCoin investors in Lisbon and tell them when they would finally get their money. She never came. Ah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Two, two weeks before she had boarded Ryanair. Oh. Uh- <laughs> Not Ryanair. Not Ryanair. She has 12 houses. She has Kensington Yeah, gardens. why is she not flying private? You better put Basically, those warhols on the plane. <laughs> why, why, is she a, why is she in a crate in the sky? Like, why? Because <laughs> they probably don't keep good flight logs. She was like, who gonna let me fly and not ask no questions? <laughs> Ryanair. 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 This flight costs 19 cents. We ask right. nothing. Ain't nobody you, go check. You ask nothing of us. <laughs> exactly. You don't ask about Ryan. 
Or his Ryan would ask about Raja. <laughs> Ryan would ask about Raja. Okay, we have the same <laughs> thing. Okay, so according to a, a Ruja, but according to a blockchain expert, Ruja never expected OneCoin to take off the way that it did. It grew out of her control too quickly, and when she tried to close it down, dark forces wouldn't let her. Dark forces what? like a yacht. Dark Who? forces like mansions. Mm. What you even talking about? Yeah. What dark forces? Dark forces. <laughs> right. She acted like it's an evil spirit. That it was somebody who was just like, rob them in my ear every day. I was hearing voices. Rob them. <laughs> I couldn't them. stop it. <laughs> Rob Ryan. Right. I love that. I want I want the, I'm gonna plead insanity. No, I just had a voice in my head was like, Rob them. <laughs> and I had to. I had to. I couldn't stop it. So the scam grew so big and caught so much unwanted attention that she became scared in the fall of 2017, she decided to disappear herself. It was later discovered <laughs> that she had bugged boyfriend Gilbert Armana's flat and found out that he had been cooperating the, with the FBI oh. to probe into one point. So her bae her was man about to snitch. Mm-hmm. Double cross wow. her. You know what? Just you know what? like a man. Just That's like what a man. I'm saying. He was hating. He couldn't, he couldn't stand he, fear He couldn't shine. do this himself. You're exactly. Exa- he was mm-hmm. jealous. He was like, oh, I want to uh-huh. be the one with the yacht I don't want to be on her yacht yeah no so you're gonna sell her out to the feds you would have a way better life with Ruja than you wow. would with the, with the feds to be in the eye they like, ain't gonna what? love you you supposed More to be clad in her bonnie you supposed to be clad in her bonnie you know what I'm exactly. saying you couldn't ride you, you couldn't ride or die he was like I'm not riding I'm not dying I'm actually y'all supposed to be running the world and instead you lemonade <laughs> right. we don't like FBI. that so when Ruja disappeared her brother Constantine took over and even after her disappearance and more people discovered the truth people still continue to invest and the currency function. On March 6, 2019, Constantine was waiting at LAX to go back to Bulgaria when he was arrested by the F, the B, and the I and charged mm. with fraud. Damn, man, how you gonna let your brother get caught up? You should have just disappeared wow. with you, Ruja. Wow. At the time, U.S. authorities charged Ruja in absentia with eight counts, including wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering. But obviously, she's nowhere to be found. It's Ooh, reported still? she disappeared. Mm-hmm. She disappeared with bad approximately... Bitch. I'm just saying. Bad bitch. I'm $462 million in one coin and continued to denounce all wrongdoing till it defaulted in 2021. Kept going till 2021. Wow. So seven years. Seven years. And she's it just made, like living it up like probably like an Argentina or some shit. Yeah, exactly. I would be, oh, you would never see me. You'd never see mm-hmm. me again. No. <laughs> yeah, I'd be out of here. She yeah. probably got full plastic surgery. Like she got a new looks face. Different. Oh yeah, yeah, she doesn't look anything. We'll never see Ruja again. Yeah. With that kind of money, you can buy several identities. She could be whoever yeah. she wants. Like, it's she like ain't a hat. Ruja no more. She Rachel. Right. Like, she changed her name. Changed her face. <laughs> and so in May 2020, uh, 2022, Europol added her to its most wanted list. They never gonna wow. find her. Y'all just gonna they want never her so bad. Find her. Yeah. You, you but she been gone too long. It's like Grace. Like you're never gonna scam Grace. You're never gonna find Ruja. <laughs> it's just it is what it is. Look at all her faces. They're like, she could look like any of these. You know, right? Like, she she went straight to Brazil, got a BBL. <laughs> right. Got a whole new face. She got twerking a whole on a new yacht. face. Yeah, she got a whole new face and a BBL. You any know, of us could be Ruja at this point. Exactly. Are you Ruja? <laughs> like, is this how you chose? And these photos are giving like a child who went missing in the 70s. Yes. Yeah, nobody knows what she looks like. But Ruja... Shout out to an icon. You got away with it. You keep it quiet. I don't like that you threw your brother under the bus. You should have yeah, took like with that. You. Poor Constantine. Right. Like, Family first. Him. But, you know, we also don't know if Constantine had bad vibes. So Exactly. We'll, we'll, he we'll might have been about to snitch, too. So. 
And also, he a man, so I'm glad that she was just like, right. <laughs> just chicks before dicks. Right. She ran away. Even if they're your brother, even if yeah. it's a genetic, a genetic pain, <gasps> leave it, leave it behind, Listen. leave it behind. I hope that she's just somewhere fabulous with like ten pool boys just getting dicked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, let's get into the saddest part of the show where I have to let Amy and Grace go. It's time oh. for Scammer of the Week. We're just going to talk about, real quick, a charlatan worthy of our praise. Maybe not. We'll see. We're talking about another woman. Ooh. A woman mm-hmm. known only as the alias Jun Mao has been writing fake Russian history on Wikipedia for over 10 years and has never been caught before now. Now, do you get wow. paid for Wikipedia? Fake Russian history? Just like making yeah. them seem better than they are or something? Just like telling fake know. stories about Anastasia? Like, why... Truly no idea. A Chinese fantasy novelist was conducting research about the great silver mine of Kashin and the Moscow War when he began to dig deeper and found that extensive references to medieval texts were linked to modern papers or back to themselves. So Mm -hmm. we have an image here of like ancient writing and whatever. Um, I I don't understand why this is appealing at all. She just lied on the internet. I don't see the... I don't see yeah, what's so bad about it? I, I mean, are scholars like now being led astray? Is was Wikipedia happening? ever supposed to be a legitimate source? Isn't it just people? Yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's people. just people. So eventually, he realized that there was no such thing as the Great Silver Mine of Kashin, which is an entirely real town in Russia. That's hilarious. It's Putin. It's Putin's on the the uh, right. fucking Wikipedia. Putin, is that you? Who is that you? Poo poo. Poo poo. Bored. I know you can't be doing. Be bored. You're so evil. I know you're busy with exactly. evils. No, he's just like you know, watching the destruction of Ukraine and you know, oh, God. updating the what a nasty Wikipedia. ass man. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. So Wikipedia nasty. launched an investigation and found that the contributor had used at least four puppet accounts to falsify the history. I guess from us donating to Wikipedia. I this know. is like a waste of like, money. Our donations funded this investigation. <laughs> just take the take the sites down. So so the accounts served to lend credibility to each other and for more than 10 years the author wrote several million words of fake Russian history creating 206 articles and contributing hundreds more. How do you you get out of this? Yeah, what does she get out of it? She wrote elaborate war stories and economic histories as detailed like Game of Thrones books (laughs) and wove them into real events and language She should have become a novelist. (laughs) Girl, girl, why would you sell these books? What are you doing? (laughs) So the now banned author published an apology letter saying that she only wanted to learn about history and that she was a full-time housewife in China with only a high school degree. What? And, I'm shook. Sis, you could have just written You didn't have to do this. Oh. So the letter, real quick, she just says, the trouble I've caused is hard to make up for, so maybe a permanent ban is the only option. My current knowledge is not enough to make a living, so in the future I will learn a craft and work honestly and not do nebulous things like this anymore. Since you could have just wrote a book. It sounds like you wrote Game of Thrones and, yeah. and, and but you put it on Wikipedia. Yeah. You play. I'm like, take all, this, you know, what's You could have been Dan Brown. You know right. what I'm saying? You could have been like what's one of the George R. The fan fiction that made Twilight. Who's that Lady? Stephanie Meyer, I think. Yeah, yes. it's like it's yeah. like fan fiction is something else. This woman wrote fan fiction for Anastasia in Russia. So I'm like, we could also just option just got the bag. Yeah, she yeah. really could have just sold this. Sell it. Girl, compile all these papers and sell it. Because otherwise, I don't understand the scam. And I don't even understand the man who tried to figure you out. It sounds like somebody petty. <laughs> I hate her. I hate her. Let her make up things wow. on Wikipedia. Who does She's it just hurt? trying to live. She's trying to find a way to feel. Right. She's yeah. like, I'm a housewife. 
Yeah, I'm she like, sounds sad. <laughs> she said, like, I tried to vacuum. What else am I supposed to do but make up Russian She's history like, on Wikipedia? Well, I made the lunchboxes for the children. And now, what else do I, do? I and write. Now, I write fake <laughs> Russian history. I love her. Oh, oh I feel bad for her. Someone save her. What's her name? Jeannie Mal. Right, Jamal. Like we, we love you, girl. We hope you get a, a book deal. Girl, I'm, I'm a, I'm a. Uh, see if I can option that IP. I'm gonna make a movie. Right. I let's mean, buy come it. On. It sounds like it was given if it went on for ten years. I want to see that. Thank you guys it's so much for um, being on the show. We always ask where do you want to be found. Anything you want to plug. Thank you guys so much for being here. Yes, you can find me at Amy Aniobi. That's A-M-Y-A-N-I-O-B-I on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And you can find me, uh, Grace at Gracieac, G-R-A-C-Y-A-C-T. And our podcast is called The Antidote. And you can find that at The Antidote Pod. Yes, uh, that's, and it's and so that's good. And that's V with two E's. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we, we need the, we need the spelling, but it's it, the podcast is fantastic. I just was on it. It's so fun. If you love them on our show, which I know you did, slide on over there and get into slide it. Very fun. As always, guys, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. If you want to follow me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And if you want to see the pictures and everything that we was joking on today, Ruja and these terrible fits, Scam Goddess Pod, <laughs> Instagram, Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter. Congregation. Stay scheming. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.